We are back once again in the wheelhouse uh, for another Wheelchair Wednesday. This one coming to us all the way from Illinois. Uh, should be a fun one. Before we get to him, let's go ahead and roll the intro. All right, everybody, let's get up for Mr. Brian Swift. What is happening, sir? How are you? Um, now, before we get going into all the questions, pretty much my first one would be, um, how did it happen, and what is your level of injury? So, uh, it was a snowy day in 1979 day after Christmas, I was at the park with, uh, you know, about 10 other guys playing football and I just got tackled. I didn't fall on my head. Nobody landed on my neck. I got tackled from behind and broke my neck. Uh, so it was just a very odd thing. I played football my whole life and it left me a C6 complete quadriplegic. And that was back in 1979. That was yeah. quite, quite a while ago. Um, oh, yeah, 40 years. I would say some advancements have been made uh, towards the spinal cord injury community since then. Would, would you say so? Oh, definitely. And, and the ADA helped a bit, but, uh, yeah, we've come a long way. So were you always, uh, and for those who don't know, I mean, Brian does a lot of motivational speaking. Um, he's a big advocate for, like, ADA stuff. Were you a part of that? Like coming up, because I know right around that time, around the 70s into the 80s, they were like doing a big push on trying to get more accessible stuff. Were you any part of that? or? I, I've always been an advocate of, you know, trying to make life easier for people. Mm -hmm. So that's nothing new for me is advocating for others um, because I, I'm a, a believer and I was taught you got to advocate for yourself first in life. And right. In advocating myself, I was advocating for others by trying to create more accessible communities and environments. Mm -hmm. um, now, this is a question that could go either way with you, but really, I mean, I, I kind of already know the answer to it since it was such a long time ago. Uh, the question is, would you walk if you could? Now, what I mean by this question is, if you can go back there that day in that football game and just say, all right, guys, I've had enough. I'm going to go home. You know what I mean? Would you con would you continue life from there or would you stay where you're at now? I'll stay where I'm at right now. Okay. Yeah, I kind of figured that. That's, um, you know, when, you, when you've been down for so long and you've, you've done so much and you've accomplished so much and you've kind of uh, made a name uh, by helping other people and, you know what I mean, doing something, why would you, why would you want to go back? You know what I mean? I, I've been blessed so much that I would not give up what I have now for the sake of walking. Right. I, I just wouldn't give it all up. I, I, I've got too much. And it's not financial stuff that I have. It's people in my life. It's accomplishments. It's, uh, you know, the things I'm in the process of doing. I wouldn't give that up to go back. Right. Understandable. Um, my next question to you would be dating slash married. Um, uh, 
I mean, I'm sure you have a significant other. What What was that like? Did you meet her before the accident, or how was that? No, you know, I was dating a girl when I got hurt, and we dated for two more years. And uh, after that, I, we, I forget why we broke up or drifted apart. And I dated off and on, and I, I met my wife. Uh, let's see, I'd been in the chair 10 years after I met my wife, and now we've been married 34 years. Wow. Congratulations. Here, I'll get, i got to give you one of these. You can't hear it, but I'm clapping hands for you. That's our live studio audience that sits around and nobody can see them. Uh, no cameras on them. Um, well, congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah, like I said, I've been blessed, but, you know, um, it, it's like anything. Anything worth having takes a lot of work. And uh, she's my caretaker, too. And we've, we've done a great job of dividing you know what how she helps me and what and and then what i do go on and do after you know once i'm up i'm out and going so you right. know, our life's pretty normal for the most part yeah you know so it's always that morning routine that kind of slows things down a little bit getting up and you know yeah yeah understandable there um what is one of your biggest pet peeves about being in a chair uh, probably needing help to do things that uh, that I can't do because of lack of hand function. Mm -hmm. That's that. I just, that just annoys me when, like, I know I can do that, but I can't because my hands don't work. So right. I think that that is that's probably still the most frustrating thing. Kind of some, just like you know other people would consider simply just grabbing a cup of coffee off the countertop or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Albert actually just joined us. Uh, what's up, Albert? He's a quadriplegic himself. He come over here. We were shooting pistols. He's a better shot than I am. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next question to you is what is something that you wish you could do now that you can no longer do? Um, pro probably play sports, like, you know, play, play basketball, um, you know, ski, those things that, uh, you know, re require, obviously you, obviously to do them the way you used to do them. I know you can still sit ski and I know there's things you can do, but I, I would say it's, it's, you know, some of the things you do that, that you can easily do while you're walking. Right. Right. Yeah. I, um. I, I, my biggest thing was just to get up and stretch and then do that full fledged run. You know, that run where you just run as fast as you can and get your yep. lungs pumping and heart going. Yeah, I agree with you. Nothing like that feeling. Um, next question is what do you do for fitness? Well, I, I, you know, after 40 something years, I'm still in a manual chair. So for fitness, I work out probably six days a week. When it's nice out, I go out and I get in about two to four miles of pushing my wheelchair. Mm -hmm. I work out with dumbbells. Um, that dumbbells, you can do a lot of good exercises with that. And I have a set of bands, you know, the rubber bands that you could really exercise as much as you can. That's what I use. Uh, yeah. If I, if you can get in the water, getting in the water is awesome. It's a great, it's a great workout. I've so, heard aqua therapy. During the summer, if I could get in somebody's pool or a lake, throw me in. 
<laughs> good to go. Nice. Uh, speaking of the wheelchair, you said you have a manual wheelchair. Do you have a name for it? I do not. <laughs> I have never named my wheelchair. You know, not everybody does. I thought that was like a big thing. And, you know, I, I discovered, I'm like, not nobody, not everybody names their chair. Like, I, you know, I thought it was a, a rite of passage. No, that's crazy. I, if, you know, I, yeah, you know, I, I haven't heard a lot of people with names. I've never asked anybody that question. And you're the first one to ask me that question. But, yeah, I've never named one. If you had to name your chair, what would you name it? Wow. Um that's a good question. <laughs> Catches you off guard, don't it? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I nothing comes like right to mind right. of what I would name chair. Because you'd want it to be significantly a part of you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's yeah. That's a good question. I don't know, Duke. Duke, um, I like that. I'm a John Wayne fan, so Duke maybe. I like it. I like it. We'll we'll put that yeah, one on the I, wall for later. Um, what is your pain level like? You deal with any pain at all? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, after pushing a chair for this many years and sliding, you know, using a sliding board to get in and out of bed or a car or, you know, whatnot, uh, I have chronic, you know, rotator cuff problems, shoulder, elbows, hands, you know, it's funny, you know, I can only feel two fingers. And of course those are the ones that throb and then my elbows and shoulders, so yeah, I, I I pain every day. Right. But yeah. The, the interesting thing is you really can't do much about it because pain meds don't work on most quads. Oh really? Um, well, you know what? It, the break where where we where where I broke it, um, whether it's in it, I don't know if it matters if it's C three four five six seven. Uh, the pain what pain meds do is all they do is stop the signal of where the pain is from getting to your head. Right. And I think because of the break, the pain meds just never seem to have worked on me. Oh, so I really don't yeah. Take so close maybe to the head. Who knows? That's, that's yeah. you know, that's crazy. It's something that I can't believe there's not an answer to yet. Because that, that's what my other question was, is if you do, do take anything for pain, what kind of meds do you take? Because, I mean, I'm on the gabapentin, um, which seems to help pretty good. I mean, I'm a T3, T4, though, so I'm like chest down. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's, you know, it's just constant pain. It's just kind of chronic. You just get used to it, I guess. You, you, to some degree you do, you know, I, what sounds weird is I uh, heat packs help, uh, especially when the winter, when the winters come on, I don't know if your pain gets worse during the winter. Oh yeah. Mine does, you know, it just gets worse during the winter and, um, trying to think, uh, I take, I, I started to take this thing called, uh, this, this supplement called revive and it's a anti-inflammatory and i'll be honest that has helped more than any pain medication i've ever taken right it's made by a company called three and it's just an anti-inflammatory hmm that than anything See, and that kind of makes you think about what's out there that, that we don't know about that could work, that's, you know, safer and better for your body. It is. And, and you know, the interesting thing, I just started taking about six months ago, and my chronic pain has decreased by 50%. Nice. Just tremendous. Amazing. Yeah. Nice. And then what's that called again, you said? 
It's called it's called Revive. Revive. Yeah, and it's a company called Three that makes it, and it's all natural. All yeah, it's all natural. It's uh, yeah, it's amazing. I take one in the morning, one at night. It's uh, you know. Well, let's check that out. Um, next question for you would be what helped you the most after your injury? Wow. What helped me the most? Just, uh, staying busy, staying productive, having goals. So after my injury, like I spent four months in the rehab and mm-hmm. then I went right back to school right. And right after high school. I went right back to, co- I started college. And I went two years of junior college. And after two years of junior college, I went on to a four-year university. After two years, I got my bachelor's degree. After that, I went on to law school. And during during all that, I was playing wheelchair sports and dating. I, I, I just attacked life, you know, because, right. I, yeah. I was going to say, you, you've done more probably and went through and accomplished more than most people do able-bodied. You know, I, I've been, like I say, I've been blessed. I've always had a good support team. Um, I've been really pretty healthy. So it's, you know, I've really just been able to move forward pretty well. Right. And staying busy to me, keeping the mind busy and going mm-hmm. is really, is really key. Yeah. Because you can't sit and life, stew. Life yeah. You got to have a purpose. Yeah, you gotta ever get up every day, and man, I I love my mornings. I love getting up and going. Get me up, going. I mean, for twenty years, I worked in corporate, and it was up at five, out of the house at six, to work by seven, and I didn't get back home till probably five thirty, five thirty at night. Right. Yeah, and getting in those routines, uh, you know, especially if that's something you're used to, to keep that going. I mean, if that's what gets you through it, you know what I mean. Especially like you said. Getting up and doing something doesn't matter. You know, you don't necessarily even no. have to leave the house as long as you're doing something, right? No, nope, you have a purpose. Yeah, and especially nowadays, technology. I mean, hell, I, I would have rather stayed in the house and work from home than get in and have to spend an hour on the highway driving. Right. Um, you know, would have made it much easier. Saved a lot of gas money. Yep. Yeah. Um. Next question for you would be what are your hobbies now so like your hobbies before and then after you'd mentioned something like football you like to do that stuff um obviously you can't get up and you know run the ball and do that stuff anymore but what kind of hobbies did you pick up after the the injury did you keep some hobbies how did that work out yeah so i played quad rugby for about seven years nice so you know, that was a nice contact sport right crazy but it was fun um i started coaching so I coached football in high school for about 20 years, football and basketball from high school on down to like fifth grade. So I, I started coaching. Um, I got back into hunting with a crossbow. I always liked to hunt. So I like to hunt. I like to fish. Um, I, I've always liked exercise and I still exercise and uh, coaching. Uh, now, I haven't coached in about six years, but for about 20, 22 years, I coached, uh, like I said, from from high school level all the way down in football and basketball. 
Nice. Yeah, you seem like one of those guys who gets up and if you want to really do something, accomplish something, you're just going to go and do it. Yeah, I mean, I, and trust me, it's, it, I don't want to make it seem easy. It's not. But. A, lot of, a lot of falls in there you got to get back up on, I'm sure. Oh, heck yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, next question for you I got is travel. Um, being in a wheelchair, what do you, what, what's your thoughts on that? Do you like it? Dislike it? You know, uh, years ago, I, I mean, I, I, I've, I've been on a plane and I traveled probably two, three times a year on a plane. It's complicated. It's more complicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no doubt about it. It's complicated and it's, it's not comfortable. You know, they, they sit this, your big body on this aisle seat. It's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know what it's like, you know? The aisles, and, and not that I'm a huge guy, but the you know your shoulders are getting hit on the chairs going down the aisle. It's not that comfortable. Um, and then you know there's that unknown of knowing where you're going and is how accessible is it going to be. Mm-hmm. But um, so it, I enjoyed it though. Like I mean, I had a tolerance for it. Hey, if this doesn't work out, we'll do this. If this doesn't work out, we'll do this. I wasn't going to let it stop me. And then I would say the last twenty years. We've probably done more traveling in my van type of vacations. So I've driven to Florida. I've driven to Arizona. I've, you know, you the South Carolina, South Dakota. Right. You know, drive in the van. So, uh, yeah, that's more of my method. I I'd think, rather drive and see the country, you know what I mean, instead of fly. I do. It's, it's been the last 20 years of driving, it's been really nice. If you have the time and you plan it, I, I, I love yeah, driving, I'm, I'm good with. I mean, I, I have no issues. All right, heck yeah. So. Um, now, last but not least, I have the question that I think is one of the most important. Uh, to that person or whoever that's laying in that hospital bed right now looking up at the TV, what would be the best piece of advice you could give to that person? <sighs> best piece of advice would be Write out some goals on what you want to accomplish, leaving your disability aside from what you want to do, create a support network and just get back into life. Um, Yeah, just that, you know, I, I was blessed where, you know, my family didn't feel sorry for me or sad for, and I'm sure they felt sad, but I, they, it was just, they pushed me and pushed me, my mom and dad, to just just go out and live and do and experience, and and I would say that's what I would re- recommend to anybody. You need tough love. You need to be pushed, um, and, and and just go up, go out. You know, set 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 scary goals and then go chase them down. Right. I I know a lot of people that are pairs and quads that are living very inspiring lives oh, yeah, because absolutely. they just shoot. Like you said, do they, do we get knocked down? Heck yes. But the, the, what's in front of us and that desire to, to accomplish some, that other thing is always out there. And you know what? I've sat in boardrooms and my catheter is blown and I've sat in meetings and I've had accidents. It's going to happen, Yeah. but you just got to roll with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of those times we call those the Code Browns, and all of my friends and people around me, they know what it's like, and they're like, hey, man, it's Code Brown. We understand. Go ahead. Get out of here. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. It, it, thank God, not often, but it does happen. And you know what? It's just part of our lives. You, you better learn to be thick skinned to some degree. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, if you're not thick skinned, this world's going to eat you up. But I'll say this. If you're not, th- if you're on your feet, you better learn to be thick skinned because the world's going to eat you up too. Yeah. Yep. Either way you look at it. Yeah, I'd say this life gives us a little bit thicker skin than most. Um, You know, and we all, every day you learn something. Every day you try to do something. I mean, the reason I did this was because I was in that hospital bed and I looked up at that TV trying to find something inspiring and there was nothing there really. There was a couple videos. I'm like, what is this? So this is kind of what I wanted to give back to the people and do. And I'm I'm glad you're part of it. I appreciate you coming along. No, I'm, I'm happy for you because you found something. You got a purpose. And you make a difference in people's lives. And if you can keep doing those things, you know, I believe, you know, karma will work out for the best and good things will happen. That, you know, it, what, what people in wheelchairs forget is that being on your feet doesn't guarantee that your life's going to be full of sunshine and rainbows either. Right. A lot of people think if I was walking, everything would be great. No, no, it wouldn't. Right. You'd have a lot of similar issues mm-hmm. and you'd have other problems because nobody said it was going to be easy and fun. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like to say walking's overrated sometimes. You know, everybody's like, oh, you're going to walk again. You're going to walk again. And I'm like, well, first off, what makes you think I'm like super, you know, apt to just go up and start walking again? Like, I mean, if if that's God's will and that's what happens, sure. But at this point, I'm living my life the way I am. You know what I mean? You know, I'm, uh, after 40-something years, you know, a lot of people said, well, what if they come out with that spinal thing, you know, that well, whoever's working on Oh, it? Elon they, Musk, yeah. You know, what, would you go get it done? And I'm like, probably not. No, yeah, I'm oh, definitely no. not. Yeah. You know, I'm okay. Awesome. Well, Brian, I'll tell you what. If there's anything that you want to promote, um, your you know Instagram or anything like that, we can always put it in the description down below. People can check you out. Um, otherwise we appreciate you being a part of this. Um, I, I don't even know how many we're in now, but eventually we're going to check back with people probably and see how everybody's doing. Um, so before we leave, is there anything you want to leave off with? No, you know, I run a nonprofit called source Swift outdoor accessible recreation. It's a 501 C three nonprofit. And you could just, you could check it out, go, you know, Check it out online. We help people get back outdoors and do the things they love to do. Um, we've been doing that for eight years. Um, if you're looking for a book that really digs into some of the things that we deal with, look me up on on, on the Amazon Authors page. Uh, I've written eight books and have eight, had eight books published. Nice. Um, the uh, one of the last ones. Actually, I'm gonna grab it here was I after after being in the wheelchair for 40 years they've uh, I finally they, I finally came up with a, a a good brand for what I am and what I'm about oh yeah yeah I do I love that I love that the quad father and to wrote a book uh, I, I got tired of and I've done a lot of mentoring I got tired of hearing people's complaints and I wrote a book called the quad father that addresses all the reasons why people can't live and thrive in their lives and i i took all those all those excuses and i wrote out solutions for those excuses so that was one of my last books 
Podfather. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and we'll find that link. I'll put that link in the description and then we'll also get your source right. link and we'll throw that on there too just so people want to check. You know, hell, I even might buy that book. I've been loving checking out other people's work, uh, you know, that they do just, just from their point of view and their perspective. There's a lot of different, you know, uh, oh. copies of literacy out there that's from A to Z, you know what I mean? So, um, for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate it, Brian. Um, stick with me. We're going to go ahead and, uh, close this out, but I'll get with you as soon as we do that. Everybody else. Thanks for watching. Um, if you want to be on a wheelchair Wednesday, you know what to do. Hit me up, leave a comment, send me an email, do whatever you got to do. It's, you know, it's there, it's down there, here, anywhere. Besides that, we'll see you on the next wheelchair Wednesday. Thanks for viewing and peace. Central out.